Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! It's that time again for the marketingmoneypodcast.com. Mm. You like that? The flavor. You didn't answer if you liked it or not. I hope you didn't because then I will be very, uh, your taste in jingles will be correct. I hated it. See, that's why you're good at what you do. Mm. That discerning was, ear. Yes, discerning ear. You also look like crap while you were singing, so. No one sees this, so that shows that you obviously don't know how to relate to your audience because they can't see this. I don't know. I'm describing it like the old radio cast. Talkies? The talkies. The talkies. There he was, sitting across. Is the tweet from Trump the new presidential fireside chat? I'm not talking about Trump. We talk about Trump too much. No, we don't. We don't talk about him at all. Yes, we just did. Nope. We did now, but you and I don't talk about him at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is it the fire? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I, don't, I don't have any political opinion. None. <laughs> None. It got shot off. Okay. Well, I don't either. I just, I was just asking, I was asking if it was the new fireside chat no, on Twitter. I didn't, it's not. It didn't have anything to do with Trump. It's not. It's not. No. Is it the old fireside chat? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, you pause too long. Okay, today we're going to roll back the clock and talk a little bit about what originally started this thing, and that is none other than branding. What started what thing? This whole marketing thing that we do is how you brand a marketing my podcast or like just marketing. Started your career branding. You were going to brand some things. How? Okay. He's you can't see, but I will describe him. He's looking very confused right now. Let's talk about branding. I, I'm and the, it started my career. And, and sort of the lost art of advertising, I guess. Yeah, branding. Uh, it's definitely lost. Um, I, just to kick off this little conversation. Just so you know, he has a tiny football. What are you talking about? You're about to kick it off. Mm, no, not funny. Giving that a D minus on the funny scale. I'm going to ask Bobby to add a laugh track to that and prove you wrong. Hmm. Is this Third Rock from the Sun or whatever that stupid show is where they laugh track everything? So it's no, funny? that's Big Bang Theory. Is that Big Bang Theory? That's not. I've never seen a second of that show. <laughs> no, literally, never seen it except for a YouTube video that they took the laugh track out. And, and I'm it's, laughing. It's so bad. It's so cringy. Um, but, yeah. but taking the track out of, we do need to post the Bowie <laughs> Mick Jagger video of taking the sound out of Dancing in the Streets because yeah. so, it is amazing. So, an advertising campaign without a strong brand is like taking the music out of a music video. Yes. I like I'm what, ready. I like I'm what ready. you did there. It's kicked off. Nice. The, fo- the little football, the tiny football, your little baby toe. I, I'm confused about this whole baby toast tiny football conversation. You just have small feet. No, I don't. 
According to, according to me, you do. <laughs> 11 and a half small, okay. Yeah. Anyway, back to the lecture at hand. Back to the lecture at hand here. I saw a new brand the other day for one that was... Uh, brand new brand. A new brand, brand new for... Uh, was it Bud Light or was it Best Buy? Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah. Mm. Did you see it? Yeah. Yes. They like, I mean, that's like the first thing I see in the morning. Like there's... Is it Bud Light? Yeah. <laughs> People have flashcards. Like I've got a whole staff. They're like, yeah. look, this is what happened today. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you haven't looked it up, do, the, do you Google it to find it? Is it a meme out there? Where do you see the new comparison of Best Buy's new just, attempt just at type, rebranding? Go, go to the Google. The, the Google machine. Huh? We'll, oh, Bobby, Bobby the said, producer, says we'll link to it. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you did Google it or click the link, you're going to see Bud Light next to Best Buy. I don't know. So here's my deal. I don't care that it looks like Bud Light. They're brands that use the same font. I don't think you should. It's one of the elements of your brand that helps differentiate you. They did use the the same color scheme. The yellow tag was like the Best Buy thing that I think kind of got hackneyed because it, or they overused it themselves because things didn't have yellow tags anymore. It was just everything was a yellow tag. Uh, but if you can, like, if you're going to rebrand, and they probably, I mean, this is a big major rebrand, so millions of dollars behind it. You can do anything. Anything. I'm not saying they shouldn't have rebranded. But if you're going to. But if you're going to. It better be awesome. And if your gut, like if you're the person approving a brand, because look, some of y'all out there, I know y'all approve some crappy brands because I see y'all's brand. I do. I know it. I don't see good brands very often. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. the other way. So my point is, is y'all let the agency come up and do some shuffle song and dance, like what happened to Best Buy. And they're like, oh, but this will engage millennials and like some stuff like you couldn't argue with. But But the people in the room, like they were like, this is. BS. No, they're like this is Bud Light. <laughs> now I don't, I don't know anybody, but somebody in the room was like, somebody after that was like, I, I knew it, I knew that looked like Bud Light. Point is, don't let, don't let a charlatan pull the wool over your eyes, because that's what happened here. Everybody was Emperor's New Clothes, like, look at how amazing this is. We're gonna get you all built up, and everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't even that much different from the pasty one, nope. was it? You had they had an opportunity to make something awesome. So here's the deal: if if I'm the first citizens Northwestern Federal Savings American Bank of Utah, mm-hmm. and I'm making fun of those names because they're in almost one of those words is in almost every single 70%. bank. Seventy percent, yeah, six seventy percent of that. So say my the board wises up and says it gives us no brand identity nor brand equity to have a directional name with america in it or whatever mm-hmm. less national re- less national federal savings whatever let's rebrand mm-hmm. how should i begin a wise one hmm well i mean beginning with that question coming from the board or executive management is tough because i mean that's a lot of times we I mean, but that's really the only way you can get it done. Because if marketing goes to them, usually you're going to get no. We've got ten thousand signs, and we've got all, and it would cost way too much to rebrand. So we're going to keep with the name that confuses us with every other bank that has a similar name. But that, but that's at least going for the right reason. So let's say everybody does wise up, and they're doing it for the right reasons. I mean, that's the first thing: are you doing it for the right reasons? Differentiation would be a a correct reason. I'm standing out in the marketplace. Stopping banker think would be a, a right reason that. 
10% of people won't like it. Um, whew, that's a tough question. Where do you start after that? We start with discovery, but um, that's for us to understand the brand. I think coming in as outsiders. Um, I mean, do you do the the color charts or the art art well, types? That's or just do you picking do the, stuff. Yeah, do you do that, the words on the, on the board? Do you do the brainstorm well, 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 sticky notes well, across the room? And Well, I mean, those are techniques, and you're going to have to pick colors, and you're going to have to pick fonts. But what we try to do, I mean, and, and this is just us, and I'll, I'll make sure it's definitely opinion, is we really try to discover what the bank is about. Because I've said this a million times on the podcast, a bank is a bank is a bank is a bank. I mean, they're absolutely the same. So there is a nuanced difference between banks. Of you know, everybody wants to be service. Everybody wants to be relationship. But our people, they make the difference. Josh. Yeah, but if they truly do, if everybody, if everybody else in your footprint has really crappy people and yours are awesome, then you probably need to do something around people. Or if it's your detail oriented, and we did this with with um, um, with mortgage, with other things that. that Finding out that uh, these loans close on time, 97% of loans close on time, that's a differentiator. But also, you can make a stand and grab a certain position. I think Tide's one of the best brands out there. Everybody thinks I'm crazy when I start talking about the infernal beeping. Somebody, a, a, a truck is infinitely backing up. Um, and that's that's actually my uh, payday Friday, and that's the cash because, you know, I'm super wealthy. That's a truckload of tiny shoes for your tiny feet. For those of you that can't see my feet under the table, I wear an 11 or 11 and a half. They aren't tiny, and they don't kick tiny why, footballs. Why are you they, so sensitive about your tiny feet? Because I don't have tiny feet. <laughs> so Tide, Tide is one of the best brands out there. And the reason it is because they understand who they are. And they've had the same brand positioning statement for over 50 years, and it's Tide Cleans Clothes. Now, the thing when you have to understand that brand positioning statement is when Tide says Tide Cleans Clothes, that diminishes all the other brands that compete with them that are exactly the same. So, Gain, do they clean? Because then you got to think, does Gain clean clothes? If Tide and I, does. And this is the thing. Laundry detergent is more like banks than other things that people just bring up, like, it all does pretty much the same thing. Right. It all does the same thing. You commit to a brand for a long period of time. For they no might dis- smell a little different. Right. But you commit to a brand for Do a long... Do banks smell a little different? Yeah. yeah. Well, they smell like money, hopefully. Um, you commit to a brand for a long period of time for no reason. Like, no real discernible... I'm a Tide guy. I'm a gain person. Whatever. They're expensive. Mm-hmm. And nobody has any idea how they work. <laughs> Just like banks. I, some people think you eat them. <laughs> yes. Nobody's we- tried to... The, the bank, the, but but the ooh, point is, maybe the point is the point is that they own that positioning statement. So either you need to find out what differentiates you or what you're willing to stand for. So maybe everybody does have relationships, but you're going to be the relationship bank, or you're going to be the fun bank, or you're going to be, you know, the lodge bank like Umqua. We're going to be of the northwest and feel like the northwest. Then you better own it, and you better make a commitment to it. That's Discovery and then commitment. Interesting. I'm just wondering about it. So I'm going to divert a little bit since we're discussing brand and branding. What is your thoughts? And I'm playing more reporter today and letting you be the answerer. What are your thoughts on the recent big brand apology tour that's taking place in America right now? I love it. You like, the big, you should, like the big brand I apology tour? I think they tour? should grovel before Americans for all they've done wrong. 
and just remind, I think they should spend millions and millions of dollars reminding Americans how badly they screwed up. I mean, they went and hired new CEOs. They took, I'm being facetious in case, I mean, like they changed. And then you're going to spend millions of dollars reinf- like all right you fired all like, Uber Uber's so a you've big got, apology. So you got three they're doing it right now. You've got Uber, Facebook, and Wells Fargo. Yes. And we're not tra- we're not picking on Wells as a bank. We we're we're just, just describing a brand that has Look, an apology. I didn't screw them up. No, we're, <laughs> it's it's public. It's on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't a, do this it. This isn't a pick on you thing. But here's the thing. I didn't none of these guys that are left, none of these folks, none of these companies that are left are there that did it. They they cleared the house. They made Look, you can go file bankruptcy. That's a protected thing in America. Now, you can be judged for it, but they, and and I'm not saying everybody admitted mistakes and took care of them equally amongst that group, okay? I'm not saying everybody's, the egregiousness of each um, whatever was equal to the other. These are not equal in none of three of these entities, but they all, all are running millions of dollars of ads to remind people how bad they are after they made the changes to correct their course of action, or at least that's what they're telling us. You know, as a PR practitioner, you know, there's a time to apologize, there's a time to move on. I just, I mean, my thing... Well, let me break in here. One thing that kind of gets me on it is some of these uh, aforementioned brands are running their campaigns of kind of trying to regain trust and yet they're still breaking news during the campaign. That That's my risk is you hadn't finished digging up all the stuff that you're, quote, apologizing yeah. for. And and they're not directly apologizing, but you're describing mm-hmm. an issue. We're you're better. fixing. You're better. And then the next day there's something in the paper that, oh, this happened. So you, you've kind of brought attention to yourself that we fixed it. And then during your campaign of fixture – there's another there's story breaks. Another the, the, again, so, You didn't even create. An Uber something uh, happens. Uh, something happens during the, you know – uh, so I don't know the the apology tour to me. Some of them is hitting the right tone. I just I'm not a big fan of reminding people of why why you stunk, especially if you've taken the efforts to fix it to change it. And the thing is, is where you have to back back this up to. And I'm but I would love to see surveying from those companies because right. if they've been surveying, they may have changed their reputation. Right. I don't. I'm sure they did because I mean you can advertise to people nowadays and say this is a thing and people believe it's a thing. So. I mean, according to, according to what everybody says, Facebook can control people's minds. So, yeah. I don't know why they'd even go on it, TV. It won an election if they have some if they have so much influence. Why they even advertise on TV? But when you dig in deeper to all of this, I think what what is distasteful to me, just generally, again, not knocking any of these guys. I don't have control of their budgets or budgets as large as theirs. Just full disclosure. However, there's got to be something somewhere where it's like. You're spending millions of dollars again on on national television. Why don't you go give that to a to a thing that can do some good? Mistreated women. I didn't know we had Bernie Sanders on the podcast today. Well, my point is, is why are you going to spend it? It it, it seems <laughs> businesses should be in the business of doing business. Well, I know, but my point is, if you're going to spend that money and you're going to apologize, my point is, instead of it being lip service, which I think a TV ad is, that didn't do anybody any good. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that that does Facebook good. It does their brand well or good. We hope. hope. But why could you do something that doubles up? You know, like, you know, I don't know. um, Maybe Facebook say, look, we're we're gonna take this um, this investment that we're gonna make on TV. We're making a decision, and we're going to do um, actually build out 
um, personal security test for how you use uh, how your data is transferred on other platforms. And that's kind of a dig at other people, too. And like, hey, we rolled this thing out, and now it's yours. Yeah. It, it's, it's like some school somewhere needs to do a good study on... I've never seen three super large national global brands at the same time have a very similar message in their brand campaigns. I've seen you know one where Coke might say, we, we get it. Bad Coke, old Coke, new Coke. We get it. We're going back. You've had some that are, but that's not like Netflix rewinding some of their fees. Now they've gone forward because now people like the shows more, so they're willing to accept mm-hmm. more of a fee. But you've had ones where they say, "We get it. We're going to go back." J.C. Penney went back to couponing after they didn't for a while with the. But this isn't like fraud and data breach. I mean, yeah. new Coke, old Coke yeah. isn't. That's a product change. Yeah. these are these were actual data. I don't know that everyone knew a lot about the Uber thing, though. That one kind of struck me sideways because I was like, did people keep up with their well, internal so politics? Look, who, here's who made out on this. The ad agencies. You need to find an apologetic brand. I'm going to apologize to y'all, <laughs> and we're going to pause. You didn't need to apologize for taking a break to respond to an email. Yeah. But you did. I did. And he's back. I'm back. You're on your apology tour. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your apology. I want to hear your Mabus Agency apology tour brand pitch. America. This is good. Sometimes you receive an email that's an emergency that you didn't know you were going to receive. But when you want to treat one individual like you would all of your fellow Americans, you must be responsive. You must be vigilant. And you must be good. And that's what I pledge to be from here on out. The end. I, I liked it. Uh-huh. I just saw it on Facebook. Like, it popped up as an ad, and you liked it already. I did. Because I have your data. I'm going to share it. <laughs> yeah? Why and, you share? And then I'm going to try to convert mm. to a customer of the Mavis Agency. You already did. See, gotcha. that's how it works. Proactive. That's how it works. Mm. Bankers, you listening? That's how it works. Now I'm in your MCIS hey, system, and you now you're going to hit me up to buy, buy another brand. Hey, I think, look, this is what's going to happen. I'm calling it now, and I've been pretty good at calling weird trends. Long limbs? That that happened. It did happen. Super Ultra minority. minority demographics? Happened. Happened. Here's the next one. You ready? What is it? Some dummy. Oh, you can't start with that. That's That's condescending. Well, not on this podcast. All right. I'll be the judge of that. Dummies are smarter than us. I'll be the judge of that. Is going to put an apology. Like, there's some CEO somewhere, and I can't believe SNL hasn't picked up on this. Oh, that would be a great skit. That looks like it's a trend. But we didn't do anything wrong. But we've got to apologize. All the big brands are apologizing. I think I want to do an ad that apologizes for For being so damn good. See? See? Y'all are hearing how the magic happens. This is it. America. We apologize. For crushing the competition. We're sorry that our branding and and digital means of advertising are so much more engaging than the competition. We're sorry for not boring you and helping you sleep at night. Hey, you know who would do that? Do you know who would do that? Who? Our friends down in Waco. They would do that. They, They should do that. Yes, they should do that. They might want to rebrand first, though. Oh, for what? For for oh, rebranding. Oh, it was a joke. Ah, uh, mm. 
I thought you almost had tiny foot in your mouth. Mm. Mm. Tiny foot and mouth disease. <laughs> there you go. Do you have to have a tiny mouth to go with that? You do. You okay. Do. Yeah, but not a tiny, but not a tiny wallet. Ooh, you are rich. That's right. Makes up for the small feet. It does. He actually has these rollers that keep him propped up. I so just told you the size of my shoes. I didn't tell you my feet could fill them all the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Back to the branding. The apology tour is is happening. I think I do think SNL would be hilarious to do one of those kind of like they did with the with the Cheetos after the Super Bowl. If you haven't seen that, look that up. That one's pretty funny. But uh, where they made fun of ad agencies for trying to do political messaging for Cheetos. Uh, I do think it's funny that they could do a brand thing where some strong brand was like, but we've got to apologize. We need to apologize. To that point, we talked about the Best Buy and the Bud Light look. I'm trying to think of what else has been rebranded lately that we could talk through this, not banking per se, but just a brand. Have you thought of anything lately that's been trying to think out there? I I know that Best Western tried to redo a logo. I was not a fan of that. Mm Mm-mm. I'm also not a fan of when you have a logo with either your name or initials, but then you have to put your name under it. You've kind of, I've always thought that was kind of yeah. weird too. I don't look. I haven't seen a good rebrand like that really just elevated. I mean, like Budweiser did like that macro like overprint can, you know that I thought, but that's not rebranding. This became a beer podcast all of a sudden. Well, uh, hey, NBA finals or um, conference finals. We talk about those, not with because they're terrible. Last night's game was awesome. Uh, I thought it was super mediocre on both sides. That's why it was so close. Uh, well, the Rocket shot like 38 percent and still led. And it becomes a sports podcast out of nowhere. I don't know. I think we're out of stuff to talk about. Ah, we're never out of stuff to talk about. Hey, you know what? You know what we haven't gotten in a long time. What's that? A long. That's true. That's true. Um, no, we're we're really good friends, y'all. Just that was uh, a lie. Uh, uh. I'm really good friends with John. He's a really crappy friend to me. True. Um, we haven't got any questions from our audience in a while. I challenge you. I throw down the gauntlet. I'm going to give you whoever sends the best question. Question. I'm going to give away an iPad case. An iPad case. Yes. Yes. Not an iPad, but an iPad case. Yes. Valued between $4 and $11. That's uh, that's not value. It's more than, I mean, the, look, it when, probably costs more look, to ship it. Look, when you have trucks backing up like with cash on Fridays like I do, that $4. Those were tiny shoes. I would step over. Look, if that backed up with my shoes, there would be three in there. Yeah. You had to be a tiny dump truck. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Tonga Toys. Anyway, ask some questions, y'all. Give us some questions. We'll give you answers or just berate us for our simpleton explanations of things. Mm-hmm. So, with that, this is the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. We'll holler at you later. See you next time. No, you won't. You'll hear it. Mm. <sighs>
and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.